0: Broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, here is your host, Dr. Jay Allen, on Safety FM. This episode of the broadcast and the podcast is brought to you by Safety Focus Moment. They're consultants that want to help you get the safety culture you've been looking for. For more information, go to safetyfocusmoment.com. Hello and welcome to Safety FM. This is Jay Allen. Welcome to episode 65. So are you excited that we're so much closer to the summer than what we were last week? (laughs) I only say that kiddingly. Of course, I would imagine that you're excited about it being close to summer, depending if you take summer vacation or not. If you don't take summer vacation, I'm sure it doesn't matter one way or the other, but that's not important. But how are you? What are you doing? How are things going? Well, today we have an interesting one, and I don't know. I, I don't mean that in, in a weird, strange kind of way, but today I have the great opportunity to speak with author K. Scott, and he wrote a book called Drive Me to Think, and I have to tell you his approach to safety is much different than others'. And I really want you to pay close attention to this conversation. And it's different than, I want to say, the other 64 conversations that I've had. (laughs) And I mean that in a a great way. K-Scott does have a pretty interesting way on how he views safety and what he's trying to accomplish with this new method. I don't know if I should say new method, but this new approach to what he's doing with safety. Take a listen to it here on Safety FM. You are listening to a renowned safety expert, Dr. Jay Allen, on Safety FM. Changing safety cultures, one broadcast and one podcast at a time. Join the fun on social media and find us on Facebook at Safety FM. Hi, everybody. Todd Conklin. I know lots of you get your information while you drive down the road or sit on planes or sit in meetings and look interested. And now you should know that three of my books are available for your listening pleasure on Audible. With the help of Jay Allen and Safety FM, we've produced three of the books, Workplace Fatalities, The Five Principles of Human Performance, and my very first book, Simple Revolutionary Acts, and they're available now where you get audiobooks. But really, when I found you, I was mostly interested in How did this whole thing start for you? How did this journey start before you got to the book aspect? Because, of course, the book's going to be a portion of it. But how did this whole thing start?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And and, uh, the answer is just commuting on Long Island each morning. I I was in the habit of listening to some kind of um, self-help slash uh, spiritual um, types of, of CDs from, you know, some of my faves, and I have the uh, the book. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. It's called A Course in Miracles, and um, that just turned out to be one of my you know favorite books. So I had that on audio, and I just found. It, and in fact, when I when I speak about this, it was actually one day in one particular event where it was just someone you know going slowly in the left lane, and the CD at the exact time I was doing the you know uh middle lane going around passing to the right and doing the the uh, the very mean glare uh the cd was speaking about unconditional forgiveness and i and and then i saw it was you know a woman that could have been my you know my mom just trying to get to work safely perhaps you know uh not you know very aware of you know trying to use the left lane for passing that kind of thing and i felt shame i felt shame and i felt shame all day and then shortly i started then practicing you know forgiving people uh, uh you know while commuting both ways and i started being a lighter happier person at work i started you know my emails you know to you know to people that started getting you know uh, nicer and uh more thoughtful and um i guess it was a I had been doing now that for uh, quite a while, listening to the CDs and commuting. But it was a couple weeks after where a uh, church uh, project was posed. What could you do, you know, just on your own that might help spread peace? And, uh, you know, I thought, you know, I, I might have something with this crazy driving where we're all just a little bit, uh, less patient and a little bit more, um, contentious when we get behind the wheel for some reason. And I started studying and I pose, you know, I pose a a theory to that, but it, it struck me that, you know, if it's a little more difficult for most of us to be ourselves or be nicer when we're driving, what a great place to practice, you know, this, this art of forgiveness, which I was actually, you know, starting to do. So I said, you know, what a great practice ground for forgiveness in life to do it where it's a little more difficult, kind of like weightlifting. You, you know, you, you lift heavier weights to to get stronger or to grow that muscle. So that was the idea. Uh, uh, and then, so I took that up as a, as a church project and I wasn't even sure, you know, I wanted to write a book, but I said, you know, but the thought was, okay, you know, it, this could be my answer to that project. So that's how the book came about. Then I started um, really studying, um uh, more about the law of attraction and fitting that into being a great reason to practice uh, forgiveness while driving so that it comes out more more naturally or readily in life and um, uh, that gave me the, the big why that's within the book and that you know a, a lot of people I've spoken to said no 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 you you know uh, you know I love your idea but that was, the woman needs to know she shouldn't be in the left lane and <laughs> I said well you know if, if you're doing it, you know, out of the goodness of your heart, you know, you, you do it in a different way than we kind of normally do, as beating by for effect and glaring. And oh no, that's the only way. You know, so then the why has to be: well, don't you realize all you're doing is is uh, you know getting negativity within your within yourself, um, and 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 then therefore attracting negativity into your life, perhaps.
0: And, <laughs> well, and, and what we'll do, what we'll do here is we'll start getting into concepts of the books, but I still kind of want to go through that journey piece if you don't mind. And here's what I'm what I'm looking at. So you're saying that when you started with this, it was more of a a church approach on you were inside of a church. And this was kind of a church driven project. So do you feel that there was a heavy Bible influence into this? I know that you talked about the secret, but we'll get to that, of course, further down the conversation as we go. But is that where you kind of to took some of the concepts then?
1: uh yeah i think they yeah, I think there was a, a a synergy um yeah of course the, the you know the the christian faith um more of a, a universalist christian which is a kind of a the church uh out of Long island um but yeah it was it was it was based on forgiveness and not just you know uh, i often say this that, that healing good Sunday for two hours uh and in that great mood and all the people you know after after church kind of having coffee together, but then you go out and go to drive home, and <laughs> is it not five or ten minutes before you're, you know, cursing someone under your breath, uh, you know, uh, while driving home from church? So it was a way of taking, you know, that feeling, the the, the, the Christian forgiveness part of the faith, or that, that or, you know, overriding part, the major part of it, and bringing it with you from the church and into the car. And then, you know, as, uh, as long and as, as, uh, to as many places as possible. So, yeah. Well,
0: well, I'll tell you a lot of us operators that are behind the wheel. I think we run into the Jekyll and Hyde scenario from time to time when it comes mm-hmm. to when you're driving. And I think it's interesting how you use the church aspect of, you know, once you leave the church, all of a sudden, boom, you know, you're into this particular scenario and I can attest to it as much knowledge base I have about, improper driving what you need to do based on just different trainings and being an instructor i entirely understand what i'm supposed to do but somebody cuts me off and i have that moment where i'm not reflecting properly so yeah. as you're as you're taking these as bible concepts and you're tying them in is there a particular book of the bible that you're looking into is it like proverbs is it something else or is it a little bit of everything or how are you going about doing the foundation work here
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I Actually, I quote from uh, the Bible, um, uh, Old Testament, New Testament, and in fact the Quran in the book just to show that forgiveness is a a, a theory that runs through all of them. I quote more, however, from uh, the book I mentioned, A Course in Miracles, which is a... uh, uh, a very forgiveness based and in fact they say it, it sounds odd but the way that book came together is a very very interesting story um, it was um, it, there is no human author it was uh, uh, there was a, a woman that had a voice in her head she was actually a Jewish woman here in New York City and um, for seven years the voice was rattling off you know um, all these concepts that were deep and deeper than her, and she claims no, uh, someone helped her with it. It's an interesting story. Anyway, they say the author is, among others, Jesus Christ. In fact, telling us how to how to forgive. It's a course, it's a text, and it's 1,200 pages, and it's, it's pretty incredible. So, um, it, you know, in that way, I try to stay neutral on the, the religion, the actual religion, and kind of cover them all and say that, you know, Perhaps that's not the important part. What's important is what we're doing in the now, or what I call exactly what you just described, which is a moment opportunity, which is when you're in it, when you're in that, you know, rising anger type of setting, in that instance, you know, you're 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 actually choosing one of two paths. And if you can head off the path of anger and reaction and even just the thought, you know, and the, you know, under your breath, you know, name call. in that good mood to actually have um, a, a scenario, a mental imagery of, uh, of, a, of a scene or, or more of them, but it's a, it's a success vision um, that is your, your go-to vision. That, that is the interrupter, that when you feel it rising, that, that uh, there's actually a, a, what I call a trinity of forgiveness. There are three steps to forgiveness. The first one is, is, is probably the one most of us, uh, especially in driving scenarios, the only one we need, and that is to ask yourself quickly the question, have I ever done that before? So if someone cuts you off or if someone wrote up the stripes, have I ever done that before? When I was 18 years old, when I was late for a flight, when I was you know, in some kind of uh, emergency situation, or just that I was you know, a, a young you know, person that just drove uh, differently than I do now that I'm older, um, have I ever done that? If the answer is yes, then you're right there. You're forgiveness. You would have appreciated someone forgiving you when you did it, and, and there you go, and you just refocus on your, your success vision writing thing is that you have to want to um forgive for all the good reasons you know even listen even if it's um selfish even if it's more yeah i want more success in my life therefore i'm going to forgive that's a g- <laughs> that's a great way to start because we are of course talking about safety here as well so the benefits are you're in a better mood you become a better person you attract h- the things you want in your life but everyone's you know there's a My bad. It's an amazing thing. The person backs off farther than you you know you think. I tell a little story, but you know backs off, and there's no briding, there's no tailgating, and it's just to show appreciation. And it's uh, like I say, a, a mini miracle just in the in the, the habit of waving. And I you know my my kids will attest. That, you know, I'm kind of a crazy happy wave or wave, you know, come on in, wave, you know, sorry, you know, just even if there might be, you know, that little hint because the more we drive, the more you have these little things, oh, why did you move over if you're not going to, you know, go, you know, you know, go go faster, that kind of thing. If I feel that I've i done that, you know, I know from experience driving that, you know, someone might be having that little even subconscious, oh, what a jerk, why do you move over when you're not have after? I just get, you know, a little wave. And it's quite amazing the, the reactions I get, and even people just driving when they, you know, drive by or oh, we stop at a light, which is a story I tell. Um, we stop at a light, and and it's like, hey, yeah, wave and thumbs up, and it, and it's it's a it's a diametric shift to what happens too often, which is like I said, the the high beaming, the lesson teaching, the tailgating, and then the you know these mini road rages that happen all the time, and, and then all of a sudden you're in a hateful mood. The next person, you know, and and it's just in it's an energy shift, and it truly is. It truly is these moments that you have the opportunity to to forgive or to wave, or to not, and that changes the whole direction of your day. And I have you know two chapters in the book. That one is the typical angry, late for work, you know, heated kind of experience, and then one is the the diametrically different shift um, and and how it creates you know opportunities and joy and, and better relationships. And, uh, and ultimately, which is all that matters, is a better, ongoing, happy, joyous mood.
0: You almost have to be careful, though, with the hand-waving at first, because some people might take it as you're trying to give them the international number one sign, and that's for sure something you want to, <laughs> to make sure that you're avoiding. But I understand right. what you're saying. If you do that communication piece on where you actually reference, hey, I made a mistake, and I agree with you. Yes, they will. Nor the person in the other vehicle, for the most part, will adjust in regards of what's going on. So I think it makes perfectly good sense. I also don't want you to give away your book. I mean, you're giving it away essentially. You're giving you a good chunk of information. Now, I wanted to. Refer- I had a couple of questions that came out of there. Number one, do you feel that the larger portion of the groups that you speak to are church-based groups, or do you feel that it's more along the lines of the general public?
1: Oh. I- sorry, I, I missed the first uh, of the, uh, of the, or what was the first
0: one? Do you speak mostly to church based groups or do you oh. speak to oh, the general right. public? Because you're kind of have a, a, you know, some different concepts there. So that's why I'm asking
1: that question. Yeah, no, it's, it's a uh, general, more general public, um, especially the, the, you know, this newer, um, it, it's been uh, a lot of, uh, high schools and, and small colleges. This new one that, uh, is, is for, um, operators and professional drivers and, you know, um those types of that they're all going to be group, you know mixed groups some that believe in things some that don't so again it's even though it is ultimately forgiveness it is it is also you know the realization that you know forgiving and being patient and showing respect to to others it's a it's a, a double benefit. The, the person you forgave benefits, but, you know, you benefit. The move that you carry around and drive around and benefits Everyone benefits from the safety aspect of it. Um, so, but yeah, it, it is It is general uh, general public. I don't go out of my way to only speak to um, people um, that are uh, religious or, or
0: We'll say faith-based because sometimes people take the wrong yeah. thing if you say religious. Now, I'm going to ask you this. I mean, I'll tell you what caught my attention when I first had seen your stuff online was decreased driving incidents by 10 to 30%. And you know how that's marketed. That is going to be an eye-catcher regardless. And you're, yeah, by yeah. What, what I'm understanding by what you're saying is it's really how your mental shift in attitude is inside of the vehicle that will cause that change to occur. Am I going absolutely. down the correct path with this?
1: Uh, yeah, th- that's absolutely right. It is, uh, it is the why now that the, the figure is based on all the feedback we got from, uh, you know, driving students, um, from the book itself where people actually, um, you know, wrote in and said, you know, I'm actually doing that. Have I ever done that before thing? And it works every time, you know, that kind of thing, um, and uh, or, you know, there, there's a, uh, you know, a, a there are a couple of tips of just quick things, because, again, it's in the moment. So you, you need to have that quick. And there, there are commitments throughout the book.
0: that's where we're going to go next. Definitely. Then that sounds like you're taking, like you said earlier, some of the concepts of the secret and you're tying them into it. Is that yeah. conceptual? So you're taking pieces of that, tying it in. And of course you've mentioned some of the other things that you were tying in there. So your, your mental shift is bringing it forward to you by that based on what you're, what you're thinking or depending on, you know, who you're speaking to putting out to the universe. Am I going down the right path? Cause it's kind of one of those those subjects you know I don't have tons of information on but I want to understand the mental model as you know this is being delivered
1: yes uh, yeah you are uh, precisely right that that um, uh, the, the, the shift is what we're striving for what what uh, the, the in the seminars uh, I spend the first um, portion of it after introducing myself and my and my story and all It's it's focused on setting a a mood and it's setting a mood of, uh, through videos, um, I put together and there's just some of the videos that have, uh, and stories that have struck me throughout that are undeniably, uh, based or, or dependent on an unseen world. Um, meaning there's something going on. There is some, uh, Spirituality, unseen outside of uh, physical time space, um, that are undeniably that there's something going on out there. So the mood setting is uh, about that. One of my favorite books is Biocentrism, and it and it um, it goes into all of the um, uh, you know the the uh, observer, uh, the requirement of a, of an observer uh, observer to create time, physical time-space reality, but, but there is quantum uh, physics and, and quantum theories that prove that time-space is, is a construct, that things are happening outside, undeniably outside of time-space as well, where actual time is bent and time actually things can, particles, uh, subatomic particles can actually change something that already happened. Um, so pretty amazing, and I use examples uh, from that to create this woe. There's got to be something. He's right. There's got to be something happening outside of, you know, what I think is, is physical reality. Once that mood is set, then, you know, I dig into the belief by citing the biocentrism by citing um, uh, different stories, and it's all to create a belief in the law of attraction, that our our thoughts and moods create our physical time-space realities. And once we get to that belief, where uh, it's kind of built up, the uh, you know the mood is is one of holy cow, there's stuff going on, and two, there's all these facts that support it, and and three, the stories of actual law of attraction things happening. Now, once the uh, the the audience is believing in the law of attraction, all of a sudden there's a realization: whoa, I better be careful about my negativity and about my mood. I don't want you know, bad things coming into my life. I, you know, I want to do this. How do we, what do we do? So then this, you know, there's a, a portion on setting who we want to be in this life. So with a little introspection that's a little bit of a trick into, into, uh, uh, you know, seeing yourself as, you know, someone or the aspects or characteristics of someone you admire. And then, and then two, it's creating the success vision. And then once you have a vivid success vision, um, that you really, really want and it involves loved ones and it involves sunny this or skiing that and just the, what you consider a perfect type of um, experience that you want in your life and often it involves having more money and, you know, all of these things, So, which is all okay. As long as you really want it, then the way that that vision is going to come true, via the law of attraction, is one, thinking about it, which is always your go-to vision when you feel negativity rising. It's forgive quickly. And go to your vision. Just go to your vision, and you all of a sudden you stop thinking about the person that did that or didn't do that, or cut off you cut you off here, and you're instead you're focused on something that makes you happy. And by doing that, you are actually uh, uh, one creating its attraction, but two you're you're um, you're just in a better mood. You're in a better mood for the drive, and again, this is all about safety. You are you become a safer driver by not engaging in any of this stuff and being in a good mood and being in a a patient, forgiving uh, mood, which is which is which is what happens.
0: Well, it's interesting that you're saying that because you're tying in quantum mechanics into this, and you're going as far as talking about non physical matter reality and physical matter reality all in the same sentence in regards to how you're structuring this. Also, about with tying it into the Quran, the secret and into the Bible. Very interesting approach. Much different than what I would have ever expected this conversation going.
1: Oh, well, I, I, hopefully that's a, that's a good oh,
0: that's thing. A, that, yeah. that, that's a good thing because I'll tell you, I, I have conversations with people about um, quantum mechanics quite often. And it's not an easy conversation for most people. And we don't do it on the show. It's not common on the show, just a just a reference. So some people might be a little bit thrown off by it. But when you start talking quantum mechanics, it's interesting on wha- the way that you approach it. Um, I also tell people if you've ever seen a, a at this point it will be considered an older movie called Interstellar. There's some issue. There's some movie. There is a portion of that movie that they talk about that hyperloop and they show that wormhole portion, which makes sense wow. to the conversation.
1: Interesting. Interstellar. I'm making it out here. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a great movie. I'm just saying that there's a portion about it that, that has that information in there.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But, that, but it, it, it's an interesting approach on how, how you've moved forward with this in regards of tying all these different concepts together. Now you did reference to do seminars and I had seen it on your website. Now, is this something that you're booked out quite ahead of time or can they just get it? If people are interested in getting in contact with you and getting further in and in going into a seminar, is this something that you come to them, they go to you or how does that work?
1: Yeah, it can, it can be any, generally I go to them and generally, um, where it's either on premises where they have a big uh, room and it's, it, I'm, I'm uh, doing a smaller seminar as kind of a, um, teach the teacher so that they can go spread it to, to, uh, their, um, uh, operators, um, or, uh, you know, we're renting a, you know, uh, holiday in large room and, um, uh, and the drivers, as many drivers as they get, can get in, come in, and uh, other, you know, uh, you know, there there are benefits for everyone, you know who's either, you know, ever driven. And this also applies to just walking down a busy street where people are walking at different speeds and looking down at their cell phones and all of that. So um, so it's really good for everyone. And I tell that to to folks that, yeah, of course, it's focused on the drivers. That's where you're 10 to 30% and you're, you know, the savings that come with that kind of uh, ROI, and that's where it's focused. But I say invite everyone. The, the more the merrier to, to get this message out. What I really want to do is is spread this as a formula for, for peace. Um, this is a, it's a peace spreading concept when, it, when it's uh, implemented. And, um, you know, I believe in, in, that butterfly effect as well, that that one wave in the rear view mirror that, that stops that, uh, you know, potential mini road rage that, that, that has a, that has a winkle effect and, a, and it goes out and you just create a good mood in the guy behind you and that might, he might, he or she might go on and, uh, try the old wave with, with someone else and let someone in that he or she wouldn't have having come out of a mini road rage. And, you know, hopefully uh, the, the peace spreading element of this will, 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 take off.
0: So if our listeners want to have more information about you, where would they need to go?
1: Um, everything is, uh, at <laughs> uh, com.
0: Well I appreciate you coming on to Safety FM.
1: Oh, I appreciate you having me, Dr. Allen. This is uh this was fun. I'm glad we got speaking out quantum physics.
0: No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. SafetyFM.com. Could you imagine changing the derogatory incorrect information on your credit report by a click of a button? How would that make you feel? What if I told you this one book could change your credit history forever? The best part? It's yours. Absolutely free. Go to IssuesWithCredit.com. No gimmicks, no information required. Just click on the link and download. IssuesWithCredit.com. We're here to help.